Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the LSFFL Weekly Recap Podcast Experience Show. We're back. It's week nine. We're 60 weeks away from our very special episode, and we could not be more excited to hit this magnificent milestone. I'm your host, Gideon Samir, here with my co-host, Adam Israeli. Great to be here, Gideon. Great to be here. It's great to have you here as well. We have a repeat guest on this week. It's none other than the ShamWow wizard himself of Waverly Place. Say hi to the people, Matt. Put on, guys. Good to be back, and uh, thank you for having me on as the first recurring guest. You're actually the third, but we're <laughs> the third you're, our, you're our favorite guest. <laughs> mm, all right. We need, we need guest power rankings. <laughs> we'll start doing that. Get power, I think your power is getting to your head, Gideon. Um, it's already gone to my head. Uh, but before we get any further, get a deep dive into these week's topics and uh, predictions and whatnot, a quick shout out to this week's sponsors. Sponsor number one, Adam, who is it? Bagels, cream cheese, and lox, the national food of Jews. Mm, the international food of Jews, if I'd say so myself. International food of Jews. Yeah, IFJ. IFJ. Um, our second sponsor of the week, the debate between Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez. Um, quick poll here on the pod. Who would prefer? I'm going Ariana Grande. Selena Gomez. Tiebreaker, Newman. It's Ariana. Woo! God damn it. Hello. Back in Wizards of Waverly Place, I think he had Selena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our third sponsor of the week. Laser hair removal. I didn't write these. We, we need to work on these. <laughs> I'm Harry, so I guess that's the joke. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the joke. Um, and our last sponsor of the week, Bowling for Soup. Now, the question is here are they bowling to achieve soup or are they bowling on behalf of soup? That is the real question here. Um, I've yet to figure it out, but we'll get back to you as soon as we find out. Um, so that's it for this. You got to be production quality in these sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before we keep going, once again, we have Treasury news out of the LSFFL Treasury Department. Adam, what's going on in there? Boom. My money, please. Thank you. He's sounding depressed. It's no longer funny. Um, <laughs> and as always, our guest gets 90 seconds of uninter uninterrupted despair to vent after his last week's loss. Take it away, Newman. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gideon. Um, you know, but seeing as you're maybe the front runner for the, the SACO now, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to cede the time back to you. Let's hear what you have to say about this. Oh, that is equally kind and equally dickish, Newman. Um, so as a front runner of the Sacco, I would say not. Now, listen here, folks. I'm at four and five. We all know in this league, six and seven gets you into the playoffs. Easy money. So I am not too worried. I just have to win two out of the next four games, I believe. So, you know, it's a tough road. I've been just absolutely walled by injuries. But, um, you know, it's, it is what it is, man. And, you know, Zeke's – we'll talk about this later, but Zeke's really gone downhill – uh, a lot of things have really gone wrong. That Dak Prescott injury, injury just really set off a chain reaction of events that I've been con constantly getting fucked by. You know, now that Kittle's gone down, it's just, it's just rough, man. It's just rough. So we'll see what's going to happen. But listen, as long as Carrick and you, Newman, are still in the league, and as long as, you know, we got the, bo the bottom three is the bottom three, I'm still a win away from these people, and I'm still in the playoffs right now as it stands. So I'm not worried. Nor should my fans, my constituents, or the you know, or the uh, the players on my team be worried at all. You will be seeing. This is a guarantee. All right, ninety guarantee. seconds. Thanks, Gideon. I you appreciate will be your seeing time. The safe spaces in the playoffs this year. Playoffs. 
All right, let's move it on. Um, our season standings for this week. Adam, what's going on in the West? All right, in the West, we got Big D, Patty D at 7-2, and two, Tort at 5-4, and four, making a playoff run. Nice job, Tort. We have Gideon, Short Hill Safe Spaces at 4-5, and five, looking sad. Looking sadder than a Palestinian settlement. We have Burke, 3-6, and six, and Newman, Shamal Wizards, our guest at 2-7. and seven. Over in the East, you got your boy, Password is Taco, at 7-2. and two. Dan, always strong, at 6-3. and three. Poon at five and four, but still revving the engine. John at four and five, you know, making a nice comeback. He's only 13 points out of the playoffs right now. And Rick at two and seven. Can you want to take us through our points against points for this so, so far? Points four. Um, yeah, it's really tight here. Oh, uh, yeah. Points four. Um, you have in first place, Dan. Dan, give me my trophy now. He's up by 30 points in the rankings. The second place, yours truly. Uh, oh no, it's Adam. Oops, oops. The oh. wrong, wrong, wrong thing was oh. bold. Wrong thing, wrong thing was bold. Uh, uh, that's interesting, Adam. Oh, that that is interesting, Adam. You need to relax. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and we have Rob in third, me in fourth, Pat in fifth, Rob in uh, sixth. Then we have Newman, Mice in eighth, Tort in ninth, and uh, Carrick tenth. The points against ranking, Adam, you've had the least points against. Surprisingly enough, barely. No, you have by a lot. It's like fifty points. But look how look how close the rest of the league is. It's uh, the rest is separated by ten and twelve. You're a full fifty points away. So if you want to talk Actually, about, lucky, here's the new narrative on the pod. Adam is lucky and not that good of a fantasy bro, football player. I have great fantasy defense wins championships. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my yeah. theme of the pod since week one. Well, we'll just do the top three, bottom three. So most point, least points against. We have Adam, John, and Mize, and then Pat and fourth. There's my narrative. And then <laughs> the bottom, the most points against, we have Dan, Tort, and Carrick. So once again, Carrick, least points for, most points against. Not a deadly combo. Newman, anything, <laughs> you know, jumping out from you, points for, points against, standings. How are you feeling about your position in these rankings? Yeah, I think that was excellent analysis, uh, Gideon. Thank you. Most points against and least points for is not a good recipe for success. <laughs> um, it is interesting, you know, I think uh, Adam with a – you know, just cracking the thousand mark on points against is, is pretty telling as he's the number one seed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't really have any further insights into this other than I'm in the, I'm in the bottom half. Um, Carrick is, is strongly in last place. He needs to play better defense if he wants to uh, fight his way out of the sack. Defense is certainly lacking and defense wins championships. Let's take a quick look over at the projected playoff spots um, for this week. So, um, not much has changed at all, actually. Nothing has changed except for the seeding. So, I'm now the sixth seed towards the five seed. And then um, Dan and Mize are three and four. Adam and Pat, one and two. So, you know, if, if we're going to look at this candidly, I would say Dan, Adam, and Pat playoff locks. They're in. They booked their place. We'll see them. They'll be playing uh, October baseball. But then I, um, you know, the last couple spots, Torch probably in. It'll take a lot from Torch to collapse and not get in the playoffs at this point. And then, and my, and at the end, it's just between me um, and John, I'd say, honestly. So that's, that's probably what the playoffs is going to come down to. Maybe Rob, maybe Rob. After, after this week's loss, after Rob's, week's loss, yeah. Rob's season has taken a dark, twisted turn. Some might say, <laughs> yeah, we still got a chance. I mean, I'd even say some of those uh, two and sevens teams might, might have a chance still. <laughs> Mathematically, you're still in. Mathematically, yeah. You have to go, what do you have to go, 4 0? You have to go 4 0. You know what, but Rob's got a lot of points for, so on a, pretty much any tiebreaker, he's, he's going to win there. Right. At, 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 if, if Rob's going to 6-7, that's very, very bad for Gideon. 
Yeah, but at the same, how, how far ahead of me is he in the? He's not 20, the, 25. He's points. only 25 points ahead of me. So, you know, that's one, that's one boom week. That's literally one great game by like a wide. That's, that's one catch by a wide receiver going for like 80 yards. You can't even get one decent week from Zeke nowadays. Yeah, I know. That's, that's rough. That's rough. And we'll talk about that. Look at the constellation bracket. We got Rob and John 7 8. And we got Carrick and Newman 9 10. Nothing's really changed in the basement. Um, really, really oh, sleepy Joe. With sleepy Joe, uh, nothing's really going on there. It's um, Newman. How do you, uh, how you honestly? I think a good season for you. You finished top of the losers bracket at this point. I think that's a season to hang your hat on. You know, is there, is there something to be said for you know having some incent- incentive for winning the losers bracket? I like that. Hmm. How do you feel about that? It can't happen. Maybe the winner of the losers bracket should pick the punishment. Oh, no. That's the problem with the problem picking the punishment is, A, well, first of all, you, well, that's a different story. But the problem with that is that it's too late in the season to do it. Right. You can't have everyone to agree with it. Mm. That is true. Mm-hmm. But he is part of it. The loser would be part of it. So there's, we'll explore that. That's interesting. If, in the, if, if the, the, the four losers agree on, on, a, on a new punishment. No, but they're, but they're going to no, go, they're they're go, they're go light on themselves. Yeah. Sorry, that doesn't work. Nah. <laughs> okay. I like it for this year. Yeah. Well, that's enough of that. It's time for this big week's blah, blah, blah. All right, we're going to edit this part out. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. You said blah, blah. that last time, but I think the, this made it to the final cut. <laughs> yeah, Adam did. <laughs> Adam did his best. Adam did his best. GarageBand did its best. Okay, we're going deeper dive. Um, all right, ready? Three. I'll just, yeah. I'll just kick off. Three, two. All right, thank you. That was our sponsor for this week, just with their quick word. Uh, it's time for this week's Deeper Dive. We take a closer look at each matchup, its playoff implications, its implications for people's personal lives and the league. Uh, matchup number one that we're going to talk about is the one that I was involved with, me versus Pat. Um, I took honestly I had a really bad week, but let's talk about the winner first, very deservedly. So, Pat, legit, you know, respond to the haters. I heard it. He's to let, let it be known, Pat is now boycotting this podcast because we've had so much fake news. I'm told that the libel against him, he, the slander is. is- Beyond what his, his ego can handle. Mm. Pat is a delicate flower. Pat is a delicate flower. Not unlike the rest of us, Gideon. Yeah, we're all delicate flowers. Yeah, I can't help but feel partially responsible after uh, putting him in the bottom three a couple weeks ago on my first appearance on the podcast. So I'm gladly here as a guest, as the you know top scorer of two weeks ago. So taking your place, Pat. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Pat looking very legit now. So if you look at just CMC – is back and in his first game back after a very long injury layoff, 32 points. And Josh Allen, Josh Allen silencing the haters, 36 points. Um, I think he's looking pretty solid, honestly. If the if the if it's with CMC back and then the Bills being even an average well, offense the rest of the season, he's potent, he's potent as a, as a bench. It, uh, it should be noted that CMC suffered a shoulder injury in that game, so it's, he's Ooh. questionable for this week now. Okay. Now, question, what does Curtis Samuel have to do to get a start from Pat? I mean, this guy keeps keeps racking up week after week. He got 22 points this week. I think he hit, hit like, must have been uh, in the teens last week. I, I don't know what's going on, why he won't. Yeah, 19, last three games, 14, 19, 22. And that was 22 against KC. So, you know, I, I think this guy earned a start, at least over Marvin Jones at this point, or Chris Godwin. I mean... I don't know, Pat. A little, a little sus. A little Chris, sus. between Chris Godwin, Godwin's injury and being on an inconsistent offense at Tampa Bay, yeah, you know, Curtis Samuel might be a safer play. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got plenty of depth at the wide receiver position, but it's definitely the running back position that he's got to worry about. You know, with JD McKissick in right now, he's actually I think going to be a decent play for this next week. But 
uh, and no CMC. I, he he needs that running back depth badly. Yeah, so we'll definitely um, we'll definitely be tracking that CMC injury. That'll be uh, be a lot to you know. There'll be a lot will be riding on that for Pat, especially come playoff time. So Pat might actually hope that CMC stays you know stays out of the field this week, keep him rested for the playoffs, fancy playoffs. Um, but yeah, moving on to the other side of the bracket of the uh, of the matchup, uh, I had absolutely I had a great start to the week. Aaron Rodgers dropping thirty one on Monday on Thursday night. I was like, this could be a good week. This is a good sign. We have some momentum here, and then it wasn't. So Zeke, I, Zeke's just gone. Zeke, I think Zeke's an RB two now. Unfortunately, you know their quarterback looked pretty good last week. It was a Gilbert. The Gilbert. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have they'll have some offense and and. and once you can establish a passing game, you, Zeke can start to be, be used again because then yeah. the defenses aren't daring them to throw the ball like That's they true. were the last two weeks with Danucci. So I think Zeke will, will – will, you're not going to see – I think you'll by, – by playoff time, you should be seeing 10, 11-plus point games from, from Zeke again. Yeah, but I need him like 15 because, you know, David Johnson has a concussion now, and so he's uh, – How long is he out for? So he's, he's not playing this week, it doesn't look like, um, but we'll see. Um, Freaking Jordan Howard not not picking up the slack from Miles Gaskin, DeAndre Hopkins and Tyler Lockett barely breaking ten together. Um, yeah, it's it's really gone south for me in like the last two weeks. It's been kind of crazy seeing this decline. It's been really sad, honestly. Uh, I'm somewhat depressed about it, but it is what it is, guys. Um, I'm still I'm I still believe in myself though. I still believe in myself. You can hear how much how much less I believe in myself now, but I still believe in myself. I don't know. It doesn't look like a playoff team to me. Well, Newman, we're playing next week, so I'll show you what a playoff team looks like. Oh, I think oh, we're playing next week. Uh, we're playing. New, we're I think you know. I think we spoke about this. I don't know if you're on the pod when we spoke about it, but you've got a good opportunity to spoil, spoil a, a yeah. lot of seasons. He rest, does. rest of uh, rest of the way, Newman. He definitely does. Yeah, we have spoken about that on the pod, and it's definitely part of the Shenmue Wizards game plan is to be the spoiler this year. Evil wizard, evil wizard. All right. Well, um, anything else on this matchup? Um, yeah, I'm like like Adam said earlier. I'm only 14 points away from the losers bracket, so it's. I think that last playoff spot will come down to between me and John. So maybe next week we can take a look at our schedules, see how things are panning out. But it's you know, we, I mean, we should have John on the schedule next uh, on the pod next week oh, too. Yeah. So that will make for a That'll very interesting, interesting podcast, depending on how this week plays out. That'll be very interesting. Um, Just for the record, I still think Pat's a fraud. <laughs> just want to put that up there. We're actually going to get uh, T-shirts. Um, we're going to use some of the league money to buy some T-shirts that we sent out, some merch. Hey, Pat, if you're listening to this, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> Pat, if you're looking to- at me, at me in the group tomorrow, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> you made it this far. Blink twice if you're listening, Pat. <laughs> okay. Very fraudulent. Too. Do you have any evidence, or I guess that's not how it works anymore? No. Just like Trump and, you know, he's yeah. fraudulent. Absolutely fraud. <laughs> Believe me. We need uh we need to stop the count on his wins. That's what we need to do. <laughs> okay. Um, next matchup, uh, the other the other host of the show was playing against Mize. So we all were really hot on Mize last week. I think Mize had two out of the three picks out of the uh, people on the pod, but yet Adam pulled out the win in a big fashion to take the number one overall seed here in the LSFFL. Um, but really, it just once again, it's Adam's team isn't that good. It's just Dalvin Cook hitting forty points week in week out. So you know that that's literally what separate separate separates my team from Adam's team is literally a guy scoring forty points. I'm also one thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing and one thing only. 
Those are two things. First of all, <laughs> my game plan is the Vikings offense. So the games where Dalvin didn't score 40 or 50, Thielen and Jefferson were dropping 15 uh, each. So I'm getting 60 out of those three combined a week in, week out. That's a great foundation for a team. Second, you're just jealous. I am a little you're jealous. You're sad and jealous. I think you're jealous of my championship. I have a championship too. But like in like the pre-era, like – you had, you had you, the last oh time we won a championship. God. Twitter barely existed. <laughs> those were the probably the best championships. I would agree. With, I would agree with Newman. All right, those, those, those are the, the two quarterback years. era. You won in the two quarterback era. Let's, I, I don't even want to talk about the legitimacy of that championship. Yeah, it's some of the most difficult things to pull around. Rob's a solid player. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> the first four weeks, it was shit on Rob FFL podcast. <laughs> you know, it should be noted. Getting back to business here. I'm just looking at Delvin Cook's schedule for the playoffs. Um, Tampa Bay, Chicago Bears, Saints. Oh. 14-16. Probably the worst. I'll do you one even worse. James Robinson, Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago. That's his playoff run. I'm not looking hot for the playoffs. I mean, James Robinson for uh, – I like, I like Tennessee. That's a pretty pretty bad offense – or, sorry, defense um, compared to what they were expected to be. Baltimore and Chicago. But, but definitely, yeah, Chicago is not good. Um, and, and the Bucks and the Saints are really solid up front. So mm-hmm. I don't think you need to be worried about Dalvin Cook, but I would maybe rethink Thielen and Jefferson. Well, it seems like yeah. um, also on Adam's team, it seems like he's settled here on Justin Herbert. So once again, at Tort, uh, if you need a QB1, Lamar Jackson seems to be available. Um, Adam losing Mike Davis's production seems like CMC has taken the role all to himself. I mean, you know, six points this week, it seems to be done and dusted. And to be honest with you, Travis Fulgham is a wide receiver, easy a wide receiver two, maybe even a wide receiver one rest of the season. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I mean, since well, we start- had Jalen Reagan come back off the IR, so. That'll definitely play a part. And yeah. who knows when Alshon Jeffrey is supposed to come back. It's also – it's like the Eagles offense, the Eagles in general. The, that team and that franchise is an absolute shit show. Only eclipsed my character win. So, we, like, you know, you, they're all over the place. You know, we, I don't know. You can trust any of you guys, to be quite honest. I'll tell you, I'll tell you on a lighter note, how do we feel about Poon's team? I mean, he, he dropped the ball this week, but he was missing his best player. Just, 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 just a bad week for him on, on, on unusual. How we feel? Who was he missing? He was missing Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Um, let's you see. Okay. Poon took the gamble on Le'Veon this week. Did not pan out. I don't think Le'Veon is a viable fantasy option the rest of the year. It just doesn't seem like there are enough touches in that Kansas City offense. Yeah, well, he didn't even have anyone else to put in. Yeah. Um, I guess he could have. Oh, yeah, Henderson. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So he is short on depth, uh, a bit like me. Um, he's a bit short on depth. You know, once again, David Montgomery, man. There's a pretty simple solution to increase that depth is maybe cut back those uh, quarterbacks there. We say it every week. But uh, still hanging on to Drew Brees and Matt Stafford. It's an uh, interesting play there. I understand Drew Brees, but I can't get behind Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford just doesn't belong in anybody's fantasy roster, if I'm being quite honest. Eight points this week. Not very good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's, uh, you know, Gronk coming down, coming back down to earth. Human, you might be glad to hear that lessens, lessens the blow uh, that you have to face. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver two going forward for sure. He, he's looking unbelievable wide receiver. I mean, yeah. if you look at that core, it's Ridley, Julio Jones, Brandon Cooks, and Mike Evans. I think he probably has the best wide receiver lineup in the league. Um, you know, I'm probably in second with D-Hop and Lockett. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, once again Alvin. But you see, he would go. He comes and goes with Alvin Kamara. 
Like Alvin Kamara, 13 points, a big L. That's the difference between Adam and, you know, it was the battle of the big running backs this week. Kamara went off. Kamara didn't go off. Cook went off. Um, and that's what, that's what decided the game in the end. Yeah, it's tough to come back from a 40-point running back pop. If my quarterback had zero – if my running back had five points, I still would have won. Literally, if he had five points, I would have won. Who? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had five points. I would have won this week. Well, you guys are overlooking like, – I keep stressing it. Fantasy defense wins championships. <laughs> uh, you're just the luckiest guy in the league. <laughs> you know, I, I, would, I would put good money on it. and One day we'll eventually do this, that I have the least points against in the entire league. I buy that. I – Always cruise. I always cruise to a decent record because no one scores on me. Yeah, I, honestly, we need to look into this. I feel like Adam, because he's a commissioner, has the power to alter people's points. I only, I only, I only played Rick like four times this year. I, I feel like Adam is altering points on the back end of things, and nobody's saying anything. He could be scheduling, like he could be changing the schedule. You know, I feel like Matt. It's schedule. actually the exact same schedule every year. He doesn't doesn't do any scheduling. So I play <laughs> every year. You pay, you know, same thing every every year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna file a formal uh, complaint on that because ever since the 2017 season, I don't think the Shamo Wizards have had above 500 season. So after that 12 and one run, couldn't couldn't capitalize on it. It Well, uh, I agree with the randomized schedule for next year. It seems kind of booty that um, it keeps going the same way every year. I think Adam has given himself a very favorable schedule. Hmm. If I'm gonna say so myself, that's interesting. I'll uh, put that in the in the in the suggestion box. You don't have a suggestion box. I do. To the trash can. All right. Um, well, as we can say, you know, new. Um, as we said, Poon and Adam, these guys are – it's a possible playoff matchup uh, in the second round. Um, Poon versus Adam, we'll probably see that, be seeing that again. But both these guys head into the playoffs. Not a lot to worry about, honestly, for these guys. But if Ridley's injury continues, um, Poon might want to be worried, and he might want to invest in some depth. Um, and maybe a better tight end. So uh, let's move on here. Matchup number three, um, Danvers and Newman. Newman, um, you go first. You go first. Tell us what you think and what you thought as it was unfolding. Yeah, I mean, I ran into a buzzsaw there. Put Dan putting up highest score of the week at 161, and he just had a very solid team performance. Um, yeah. Led, led by Tyreek Hill with two touchdowns, my, my own quarterback throwing the ball. Uh, so, so when his top wide receiver outscores Patrick Mahomes, oh, actually, no, he didn't. Patrick Mahomes got him by two points. Um, yeah, but Will Fuller's still 20 points, DK 20 points, Big Ben 25. Um, you know, underperformances from both Josh Jacobs and Todd Gurley, I would say, but still coming in at an average of 13 points is okay. And then Evan Ingram actually was able to catch the ball a couple times, so 13 points, very solid from him. Uh, and then on, on my side of the ball, Justin Jackson injured on the first play of the game. He touched the ball. Is that what happened? I was wondering where that zero came from. First play of the game, injured. And then he actually tried to come back, but didn't touch the ball again. So that's very difficult to, difficult to recover from. J.K. Dobbins was a questionable start on my side, especially when I'm looking at my bench now. And I could have played DJ Chark, 26, DJ Judy, Chark. 22. Even Swift at 11 would have been better. Yeah, I'll give you nothing, Jerry Judy. That um, that Denver offense is absolutely anemic. 
But DJ Chark, uh, you know, I think you know what I tell you what the the three weeks prior he had three eight and three. So yeah, but against the Houston, and he, no Garden Minshew, new quarterback, so you don't ever know how that's going to unfold. I, I'm starting on this. I understand the best. I understand, uh, but J.K. Dobbins, I feel like that Baltimore offense is really regressing. I mean, I definitely like DeAndre Swift. He's got. I think he's got a little yeah. bit of a nicer ceiling than J.K. Dobbins for sure. For sure, I like DeAndre yeah, from that week. That was a line of thought, um, and they're definitely a big run heavy team. And yeah. Mickey Dobbins was coming off his most productive week of the season last week. So that, that was the thought process, but didn't work out. Yeah. You get a little unlucky. Um, you know, you have Chris Carson out this week, and Dan has DJ Dallas as his replacement. So, did you, Newman, did you drop DJ Dallas? Yeah, this you, week? Have you had him last week. I did. Yeah. I've been dealing with some uh, bench spot issues. Um, always got to keep that IR spot full. And I needed to drop DJ. I, I thought Chris Carson was going to play, to be honest. And I felt like I could have, you know, fielded a better backup. And I was hoping J.K. Dobbins or DeAndre Swift would have been a better start anyway than DJ Jalis. But uh, not really the case. So hopefully Chris Carson can get back in the lineup this week. I just want to make this point because I was looking oh, – I saw this. I thought of this when, um, you know, I was going through this stuff. Will Fuller has scored a touchdown in like six straight games. It is he's an absolute fucking tear. If you look at his last couple games, I think it's like 23, 14. Tw- yeah, it's it's 20, 11, 23, 13, 19, 13. That is unbelievably consistent production. And 15. And 15. That's, that's every game this season. Every every game this season, he's been just unbelievable. So Will Fuller, um, what's the position rank? He's the 10th 10, best. Top 10. And you know he didn't get drafted as as the 10th best wide receiver. No, so. He got drafted in the seventh round. Wow. So Will Actually, Fuller. Oh. on Friday as I was driving up to Vermont and he said he wouldn't do it for anybody on my team outside of Patrick Mahomes and he and he didn't even want to talk about it I was like all right <laughs> yeah I mean this guy has just been going off I think especially since Houston fired Bill O'Brien the their fantasy stock has just the of their players has gone through the roof it's been kind of crazy except for David Johnson the one guy well, Brandon I, Cook, yeah Brandon, Brandon Cook's been too. unbelievable Brandon's unbelievable I, you, I think Dan had two of the most two of the probably three of the best draft picks this year drafting DK in the fifth round, Will Fuller in the seventh and Todd Gurley in the, in the third. Is I Todd mean, Gurley been that good? Todd, Todd Gurley. Is Todd Gurley. Wow. And he was drafted in the third round. That's, that's, that's pretty good. He's got some great ROI on his team. Cause like for, for the top, like probably top six running backs go in the first round or something like that. So that is, that is pretty insane actually. Yep. Because Todd Gurley was a very risky pick this year. I think uh, I think what it boils down to is Dan Rappaport might just be good at fantasy football. He seems to be drafted very well. Dan drafts well. Dan drafts well. Um, we have to we'll investigate him for PFF rod, but you know it's uh, there's just something going on there. Now, I've, I've spoken to Dan about his strategy. So the strategy largely relies on how many fantasy points your player got last year. So they got 80, but they projected 190. That projection is usually a pretty online reliable number that I know a lot of people like to live off of, but that's just it's not it's not right necessarily a smart play. Okay, well, top to bottom, Dan's team looks unbelievable. I mean, you can look at his bench, right? You have Amari Cooper putting up ten, Mike Williams put up ten. Johnny Smith doesn't even start, doesn't gets outscored, still puts up ten. Um, Wayne Gallman, fourteen. I mean, I think Dan Dan is looking really good, and for the first time in a while, Dan won't be limping into the playoffs. So I'm scared for what that means for the rest of the league. For Pete, question mark? We need to stop it. There needs to be a collective effort to stop Dan from winning again. Absolute horseshit. So, yeah. Um, Newman, on your side, uh, you're still having tight end issues, man. Jordan Reed, I don't know when he's coming back. Uh, but 
it's it's not looking. You're definitely gonna play spoiler, and it's gonna be a tough tough matchup against you this week. I'm I'm afraid of Mahomes and uh, Edward Zelaire and Devontae Adams. We don't really need to worry about Mahomes since he's on bye this week. Let's fucking go! Wow, that is huge. That is absolutely massive. Hey, who? Oh, so I mean, you, since you're like very first on the waiver wire, who's your QB pickup this week? I'm gonna keep that confidential, but oh. I think there's a number of good QBs. Oh, oh, oh. This this episode doesn't come out until tomorrow when waivers have already gone through. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep it confidential. Okay. All right, respect, respect. Uh, I will tell everybody tomorrow. Who my will keep you find out tomorrow. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Newman not making playoffs, but definitely could play spoiler. I really like. I don't know how and where you got him, but Chase Claypool is seems to be number 17 wide receiver. Uh, I don't know where you drafted him. Um, pick, pick him waiver wire after that sick game. Waiver wire pickup. Um, and he has just been gone. He's a number 16 wide receiver in football. This is not the after the 40 30, point game. Jesus, did you pick him up here? What zero, ten, and ten? I'm sorry, you said that again? 16, 16, 0, 10, 10. So he's been all right. You know, since you, you know, I picked up Travis Fulgham right behind you that week, who's had a couple, slightly more points than, than, than Claypool. And I think Fulgham's going to have been a better pickup than Claypool. Yeah, you never know. Um, I, I like Claypool a lot. I never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, we, you know, Fulgham's still got to deal with Alshon Jeffrey coming back, Jalen Regeroff, IR. Miles Sanders now in the mix. Uh, I like the Eagles schedule going forward. But I, I think Claypool has definitely established himself as for sure a top three option in you know, one of the best offenses in the league. And it's questionable. He might be the number one guy in any given week. So he runs he's got a couple of big matchups going up too. Yeah. Okay, well, um, let's move on to our next match of the week. We had Tort versus Rob. This was a really big matchup for both these guys. I think it was two, four, and five guys. No, two, four, and four guys. No, no, Two, three, and five guys. No, 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 because Tort is five and four now. Oh, this is Rick and John. Oh, Wait, what match are no, you talking I'm looking, about? I'm looking at Tort and Rob right now. Oh. Tort and Rob, Tort and Rob. Four and four and three and, and three, three and five. five. Yeah, so if Rob won this game, he was right back in the mix. If Tort won, won this game, as he did, he was, he was going to look really good. Tort picked out the dub. Um, tort barely, I mean, barely he pulled it out by was three it four points. points? Four points in the three end. Points it was because, fucking because crazy. Cam dropped like what, like 25, 26. Oh my god! And it was wait, oh, not not the right game. Um, but yeah, damn. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. If he starts, uh, you know, it looked like he made the wrong start for a second with Bridgewater because New England was not doing well. It looked like he should have started Bridgewater, and you know he fucked up the whole thing. But he pulled it out. Um. Yeah, I mean, Juju, constant production. Uh, Darren Waller, solid as always. Um, Tort, yeah, I mean, I, I, for as much shit as I give him, Tort is a deserved playoff team right now. Uh, I can't say much more, much else than that. I think he definitely has a weekly decision to make between Teddy and Cam, um, and his bench isn't looking too hot. You know, he doesn't have a lot of – actually, Gio, Gio Bernard was on by. But CeeDee Lamb finally having a big week uh, coming back. Leonard Fournette doesn't look like the running back one in, uh, in Tampa Bay. But yeah, that's a big win for Tort. I, that that was the reason it was the matchup of the week last week. Well, what are we thinking, guys? Definitely a big win for Tort, and the way he did it too on Monday night with on Monday night field goal. I mean, <laughs> only uh, only against Rob, really. Yeah, it boils down to that defense mm. letting up a fifty-one yard field goal last play of the of the week mm-hmm. until that happened. 
Yes. Yeah, see, we've had two. We've had two games where two Monday Night Miracles. Two Monday Night Miracles. Well, two weeks ago we had Robert Woods fumble. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. That cross the line and then go back. <laughs> I mean, what is that? But yeah, this is right up there. I cannot imagine how aggrieved I would feel if I was John in that situation, and if I was Rob in this situation, like absolutely just so rough, so rough. Um, but you know, this is what the off season is for. You put in those reps, conditioning, and you come up just short. You really, you really got to be focused at the end of the game, man. And Rob, you took your eye off the ball. You decided to start. Not Aaron Jones. Wow, you're. I mean, Rob's running backs really had a rough day. Um, but. I think the big thing to take away from this is the trade that came out of this. We had Chase Edmonds and Dallas Goddard moving away from Rob's team, and Rob's getting Christian Kirk and Hayden Hurst. I think – I really think Rob won this trade, by the way, with John. I do too. Absolutely. One's, go to, one's Dallas coming back. Well, it doesn't even matter. Christian Kirk is unbelievable. Christian Kirk, I, he, every week in and week out for the freaking uh, – well, where, where is this at? There's, yeah. Christian Kirk at 22. Oh, wow. 22, 18, 24, 10, 10 in the last six, five weeks. Yeah. So that's pretty. Yeah. I don't understand. I honestly don't understand this from John, to be honest. And Hayden Hurst is number seven ranked tight end. Chase Edmonds is coming back. Chase Edmonds is good, but, you know, Kenyon Drake is going to come back any week now. And Dallas Goddard is like barely healthy. Unless, unless John just needed to fill two, two players. Um, yeah, maybe John knows something we don't, but I, I don't feel good about that trade for John at all, which I feel great about for me because, you know, that's the, that's the guy I'm fighting the last spot for. It'll be, good, it'll be good to see what John has to say next week on the pod. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it all comes down to Chase ben Edmonds on that, I think. Um, yeah. If he's able to take over the full-time workload from Kenyon Drake, I think he's questionable to return this week. Mm -hmm. I think John's going to win that trade at the end. Uh, Chase Edmonds, big pass catching guy. And uh, obviously, on the Cardinals' offense, they like to run the ball. Um, yeah, highly prolific offense. So we'll see. I think that Chase Edmonds could be a very fine start from here on out. Yeah, I mean they're basically trading um, roles in the Carol and the Cardinal offense. That's uh, interesting. So I think um, Rob's just betting more on Christian Kirk than he is on uh, Chase Edmonds at this point. He's maybe needs to more some big play potential. Yeah, I, I mean, going back to Rob's team here just for a little bit, I think that was a crazy start going with Jermichael Hasty over Aaron Jones. I know Aaron Jones has come back from injury, but, like, I don't know how you, how you play. Yeah. He's a really name rookie over Aaron Jones, like the guy that's got you here. you you got to roll him out if he's healthy. I think he's one of those players, probably like five or six of them, you like running backs, like you must play if they're active. And, and that would have won the week. Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's just a classic case of over tinkering. Yeah, he overthought that one. Over tinkered. Sure. Overthought that one for yep. sure. It is Rob must be kicking himself for that right now because not only that's I mean that's a that is the biggest loss of the season for him. You know that is wow to to, to lose like that after the start that he had this year. Um, yeah, he must be kicking himself right in the calculus textbook. Yeah, <laughs> really rough, really rough. Um, but you know maybe Nick Chubb comes back. Um, Nick Chubb's back this week. He's back this week. Nick Chubb is back this week, folks. Um, we'll see a lot of effect you too, as well. I mean, you have Kareem Hunt. Um, I don't need him. But yeah. Randall Cobb, maybe the only guy in the Houston offense not to be going off recently. Uh, but yeah. Big, big. I can't emphasize enough how big that was for Torrin, how bad that was for, uh, for Rob. Uh, we'll be hearing about that tomorrow in the group chat. I'm sure, without a doubt, Bert, Bert will uh, give us his thoughts and we'll hear more about that trade. 
Um, but really, yeah, especially with Christian Kirk now, I mean, he's going to have a very well-rounded team with James Conner, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones. That's super solid, probably the best running back core in the league. And then Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, <clears throat> highly respectable. Yeah, Rob's got a good team with a bad record, so <laughs> that's, that's mighty unfortunate, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Poor fantasy defense. Horrible fantasy defense. I mean, but you know, you, if you, you know, if, if you can't expect to win week in, week out, if you're not putting up one ten, you got one ten is the like the bare minimum threshold. One ten, one fifteen. If you want to expect to, you know, if you want to feel good about winning. Uh, so let's move it on here. Last matchup of the week, we had it. It was. Uh, sorry here. Oh, it was Rick, Rick versus John. Uh, battle in the bottom in the sacko. A big, big win for John. Um, you know, this pulls him to right behind me at four and five. John had an awful start to the season, but really coming back strong the last couple weeks. Um, we'll start with John's team. Russell Wilson, fantastic, as always. Christian Kirk, the guy he just gave away after a 23-point game. I mean, John must know something that we don't know. Um, Hayden Hurst putting up 10. Kelsey with 21. You know, I... John team is good, but I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't strike me as a playoff team. You know, he's probably as good as I am right now, just with all my injuries. But you know, it's um, it, it's an interesting team, but they don't they don't wow me in any in any sort of way. It's quite underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly like Carrick's team more. To be honest, I look at Carrick's team; they excite me. You know, you got Kyler Murray, you got Melvin Gordon, and Ronald Jones. Obviously, Melvin Gordon and Ronald Jones combined for six points this week. We have Michael Thomas and DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. And it's, it's odd that John ended up winning, but, you know, with a few more, you know, with just more overwhelming performances. It's just kind of crazy. I don't know. It's uh, – Did John draft Saquon? John did draft Saquon. John did draft Saquon. Like, no. like, who is the first round pick? <laughs> yeah. You know, if John is Saquon, Saquon's a regular – has having a regular season – John is a much scarier team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can say that a lot of people. You know, if Dak doesn't get injured for me, my team is probably still very good. Um, and I'm probably still sitting at six wins. My I'm, God. I'm not kidding. I'm we not get kidding. it. Dak was injured. We <laughs> yeah. get it. It's my narrative, bro. It's my narrative. I'm so upset about that injury. I'm pretty upset about it. Um, you know what? Narratives don't care about your facts, Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. The facts have been pretty helpful. But I don't, honestly, I'm going to be honest, I don't have much to say about this matchup. I mean, it's John pulling out a win against Carrick, who's had a rough season all around, especially with Michael Thomas injury. Uh, as far as questionable starts, you know, I don't really see any of them, to be honest. Uh, I don't know what was going on with Corey Davis. Yeah. Any, anything, guys? Anything on this matchup? It was uh, just really a solid win for John. Solid win for, for John. A decent joint from Rick for what we expect from Rick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, tough sledding for Carrick there when Kyler Murray puts up 40 points and your team is barely cracking 100. That's not a good look. Uh, I'm a little worried about Carrick going forward. Yeah, more I, than a little, very worried. Carrick could be going for a, like an O, like could finish on four straight losses if he doesn't get it together. Um, will that will that be the worst season in in, in our league's history? Two and two and eleven. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what the worst records are, worst worst points for and worst points against. That's actually an interesting point. I actually don't know. Um, we have a league history that you can look, take a look at. But, yeah, great win for John. It's, it's honestly for the last playoff spot between me and him, and it's going to go down to the wire. Um, but, yeah, let's move it on here. Um, let's do our power rankings. Uh, top three, bottom three. Newman, you're the guest. You can go first. Uh, 
Sorry, I lost you there for a second. You're good. Uh, top three, bottom three. Go ahead. Power rankings. Yep. Um, number one's got to be Dan after putting up 160 plus on me. Yeah. Uh, he was my number one a couple of weeks ago when I was on. Uh, he's, he's done nothing to show me that he shouldn't be that. Number two, I'm going to go with Adam. I like his team a lot, despite the the tough schedule, the playoffs. I, I still think he's uh, a contender for sure. And number three, I'm going to go with Poon. Uh, I think that he's got a very solid core. And if he's able to just make literally like one or two waiver pickups, he'll be like a very solid team. Yeah. Bottom three? Bottom three. Uh, I'm going to have to move Carrick to number 10 after barely correcting 100 with, with Kyler going for 40. Despite Michael Thomas back and Miles Sanders, I, I think that he's, a, he's probably the worst team in the league. Uh, number nine is going to be John. And uh, number eight is our good friend Gideon here. Mm. Wow. The reason Yeah. Um, I won't argue. I mean, I've had a rough couple weeks for sure. But, um, yeah, opinions are opinions. Um, Adam, what do you got? Top three, bottom three. <sighs> Top three, I'm going to put Dan at number one. I got yeah. to give respect where it's due for all the reasons Newman outlined. Yeah. And I'm going to go same as Dan. I'm, uh, same as Newman. I'm going to put me at second. I think I'm coming out strong. I'm still putting up. 125, no problem, each week yeah. in, week out. And third, I'm going to go Pat. Pat. Pat's with the Bills that have it playing average or better. And CMC in the lineup, Pat is a threatening player, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. In my bottom three, I'm going to go Rick at number 10, as he's rightfully claimed that position. I'm going to put my good friend Gideon here at number nine, because <laughs> uh, I just don't – because Adam just likes to see me sad. He's just finally – finally, after – he gets one year where he's better than me at fantasy – and he just wants to rub it in as much as possible. So one know, year, be the more go. finals than you. But that, you let's, let's, not, let's not dig into the nitty gritty details. Oh wait, who uh, who came in second? Uh, all, you know, all those years back. Nobody remembers second place, Adam. <laughs> Nobody remembers second place. I remember you coming to second place to me the first year. I think when Big Pen put up like minus four on a Monday night. Oh yeah, that was, that was that was a rough one for sure. I actually because I was like fantasy football. This is a fucking great fucking activity, and I thought it was really good. And then boom, Big Ben just fucked me. <laughs> So I've got Gideon at number nine. And, at, you know, number eight, it's, it's a little tricky because a lot of teams are coming out. So I'm going to put Tort because Tort's pulling out the win at 107. <laughs> Tort's given you no know, reason to give him respect. He might make the playoffs, but he's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's luck. So you know Adam's rankings are all fucked up when he has two playoff teams in his bottom three. But it is what it is. Time for my power rankings. Um, thank you, Adam, for your input. Um, top three, I'm going to go Dan at number one. Uh, for all the reasons that we all said before, Dan just made really good draft picks. His team's looking really good, and I would not want to be going up against him in the playoffs for sure. Number two, I'm going to put Pat. I think Pat with CMC back is honestly on par with Dan. I just think CMC just gives you so much, so many 30-point games, and he is pretty much all of Carolina's offense at this point. And so, you know, you know Pat, there's a reason Pat has, has the amount of wins he is. And in third place, begrudgingly, I'll give it to Adam. Um, he's dancing right here, but, you know, you know when you do, when you play good fantasy defense and you put laxatives in the opposing opposing teams Gatorade, and they score lots of points and put laxatives in the opposing teams Gatorade, you're gonna get a lot of wins. And so after a bunch of cheating, Adam seems to have pulled out a number three in my rankings. We'll go bottom three in the basement. We got Carrick, a league wide consensus. I don't think it's a tough pick at all. Um, at number nine, but John. Um, just you know for all the reasons I outlined when recapping his game, I'm just not excited by his team. He doesn't make my uh, 
my, my parts tingle at all. And number eight. Do it. Say it. Rob. Say your name. There you go. Oh, Rob. Rob. Um, you know, Rob. Rob has more points for this season than you. He has less wins, though. Yeah, so, I'm just saying he has more points for this season than you. He has less, he has less wins. Um, and so I, it's between Rob and Newman, honestly. I think Newman, your team, you know, honestly, I'm going to go back to Newman because I'll say Newman at eight just because his team has kind of crashed down to earth after a solid week. Uh, it doesn't seem like you can ride Devontae Adams to victory every week as you just did the last couple weeks. Newman, no, we have scored, uh, we have scored you by 30 points. Yeah. So it was, he had, a, he had a bad week. He had an unlucky week. Sorry. You're sorely misguided. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, you have two teams in the playoffs in your bottom three. That is just unbelievably wild. Watch it, if you were ESPN, watch it come to fruition. If you were, if you were an ESPN, you would be called a fucking fraud. So I'll just do it here on the pod. Adam, you are a fucking fraud. But that's all of that. Last segment of the week. We got our master predictions. Let's run through them. Um, big week 10. This is uh, the first of the last four weeks. So a lot of things are going to be <laughs> – a lot of things are to be decided. Love that. <laughs> a lot of things will be decided. First match of the week, we have Rob versus John. Wow. A big, big week for both these guys. Um, big week. You know, if Rob wants any hope of, of, of the playoffs, he needs to win this week. If John wants to keep pace with the rest of us, he needs to win this week. Adam, who do you got? Uh, you know, if John hadn't traded away Christian Kirk and Hayden Hurst, I would have said John, but he did. Yeah. So and he traded with the team he's playing yeah. this week. So I'm going to say Rob, for, for nothing else, for a great trade you've made. Absolutely. Um, Newman, who do you got? I'm going to go with Rob this week. I think that Rob's team is just superior on every level. Yeah, and just for, you know, what, what suits me better in the playoff race, I'm also going to be with Rob just because I want Rob to win um, really badly. <laughs> really badly um next matchup of the week uh we have dan versus adam battle at the top of the table um i'll go first you gotta have dan you have you have to take dan in this matchup i think he's just he's just so he's just gonna be he's just gonna beat adam it's simple as that yeah you know normally i would agree with you but dan is missing two of his best players todd Gurley and tyreek hill and i'm missing no one so that alone means i'm gonna win but it's not like I all deserve the win. All right. As I never do. Yourself. And Newman, who do you got? Hmm, I'm going to go with Dan again because that seems like to be the safe pick every week. So. I'm a safer pick at 7-2, just, just to be clear. Nope. In the power rankings, it seems to be quite the opposite. Um, next match of the week, we have a pod showdown. We have me versus Newman. I'm going to take myself. Vote of self-confidence. Newman, who do you got? I will absolutely be taking myself. I think this is going to be a slaughter. Oh, wow. You're absolutely right about that one. It's definitely going to be a slaughter. Adam, who do you got? Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little outlandish here. I think there's going to be a tie this week. The first fantasy league tie. I, I'm writing down tie in the spreadsheet. Put it in the books. I really hope it is a tie because that would be an unbelievable call. No one will see it coming. Um, and that would be absolutely historic. Fourth match of the week. You know, this is uh, not, not that many implications. This one, we have Carrick versus Mize, maybe a playoff spot in there, you know, in positioning, going up for grabs. I'm going to take Mize. It seems like a pretty easy pick, you know, kind of take against Carrick in the money line every week, to be honest. <laughs> Who do we got? What are my options? Yeah, Carrick or Mize. I'll take Poon. Taking Poos? Poon? All right. <laughs> Poos. 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 Uh, what do you got? It does seem like an easy pick, but – with uh, the Falcons on by, I'm going with Carrick. I think that Michael Thomas is going to lose this week. And Miles Sanders is going to go off against the Giants, probably. And last matchup of the week, we have Pat versus Tort. Um, I think you just put us all down for Pat. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I want Pat, to be honest, because I would love to see Tort lose a game and make my life a little bit easier. Um, Newman, who do you got? I would also love to see Pat, but I'm going with Tort, I think. Go with Tort? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking at the matchup right now. Mm. Geez, this is rough. This is probably going to be the lowest scoring total matchup of the week. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think McCaffrey plays this week. And starting Kenny Drake, who I don't think is going to play either. So, oh, man, that's <laughs> ugly. I wish I was playing either of those guys this week. Yeah, but you're playing me. Um, I'm going to go with Pat because I can't go with Pat. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, to recap, last week, for the very first time, I went 0-5 in predictions. No one's ever done that before. It's truly <laughs> historic. Uh, Adam and the, our guest went 2-3. and three. Adam is currently 7 and 8, 17 and 18. I'm 18 and 16. Our guest is 16 and 14. That doesn't, that doesn't add up. No, because we missed a, we missed a week of doing it with the guests. No, but if I'm 17 and 18, you would be 18 and 17. Oh, well, something's wrong in there. We'll figure it out later. Um, <laughs> right, we'll, we'll just call me 18 and 17. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> Fraud. <laughs> Stop the count. Fraud. Okay. Stop the count. Well, um, if that seems to be it for today. Thank you for another great week, guys. Um, Newman, would you please do the honors and sign us off? Once again, this is the Large Slang Fantasy Football League Experience Weekly Podcast Experience. Thank you very much. Good night.